welcome everybody. I am Ava Goldhammer. I'm a junior and I will serve as your host for this Ursuline podcast series. I'm excited to introduce our guests for today. Kayla Brown, our Dean of Students, and Elizabeth Smith, our Dean of Academics. We've invited them to talk about Ursuline's initiative on the focus of student well-being. Hi, Ms. Brown and Ms. Smith. Thank you so much for being here today. Thank you, Ava. We're so excited to be here. Yeah, thank you so much for having us. Of course. We'll jump right into it. Um, Ms. Brown, I'm aware that one of the strategic imperatives set by the school leadership is the focus on student well-being at Ursuline. I'm wondering what prompted the emphasis in this area. Great question. So, you know, over the past five to 10 years, um, I've been the Dean of Students for four years now, and we always try and stay on top of research that's coming out and always constantly sort of taking the pulse of our students here. And over the past five to 10 years across the country, there has been spikes in anxiety and depression, specifically in teenage girls or more so in teenage girls. And so at Ursuline, we really want to stay on top of that that research and make sure that our students' social and emotional health is being taken care of as much as their academic growth. That's so important because I I truly think that students can't perform their best if they have something else going on. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, that's, that's good. Um, Ms. Smith, how does this focus impact the work you're doing in academics? So Ava, in academics, one of the most immediate Uh, changes that you will see at Ursuline is the shift from a first-come, first-serve approach in course requests to a more student-centered scheduling. And um, we did that so that students can get more of their first choices for classes and take away some of the frenzy that was occurring with a first-come, first-serve approach. We also eliminated this year quarters one and quarter three to allow more flexibility in the scheduling of assignments and in the timing of assignments. And in more and more classes, teachers are asking students for their feedback. And they're doing this so that they can hear from the students and understand the students' experience in the class and then use that feedback to sort of adjust the class and um, instructional techniques as necessary. We're also starting to survey students to find out what kind of classes they're interested in. What are the classes that they're going to need in the future? After they graduate from college, what skills are they going to need? And an example of this is the new personal finance class that we introduced this year. And um, a lot of our classes uh, are now offering different opportunities for reassessment. That's wonderful. You mentioned um, our former first-come, first-serve scheduling process, which I am so incredibly happy that we have changed that because I found it helpful to talk to my parents and my teachers and my college counselors to really understand what was going to be best for me in the years to come when applying for college. That makes me so happy to hear because uh, the whole idea behind uh, student-centered scheduling is to allow students time time to have those conversations with the advisors, with their personal counselors, with their families about what is best for them. Perfect. Could you tell us about the role of the newly formed student leadership teams and how those relate to the student well-being initiative? Sure. Like Ms. Smith just said, we are really interested in student feedback and student input. And so our administrative team took 
four different areas around the school where we needed help and we needed a student voice um, and student input. So we created four new student leadership teams. There's one for student well student well-being. There's one on unity and school spirit. One for um, Ursuline campus beautification, and then our last one is community and inclusion. And they're all areas of the school where adults have constantly been working and trying to improve. But for you know starting last year, we really needed student input. Yes, so I work with the students on the well-being team, Ava, and our work, we, you can see some immediate results from our work. For example, last year, the last day of exams was a dress-down day, and that dress-down day was a direct work from the girls on the student well-being team. We also have some great activities planned for Wellness Week coming up. And then a lot of our meetings are based around discussion, so I get to hear from the students. They act as representatives for their peers, and if they have concerns and questions, they can bring it to the well-being team, and as a team, we discuss and have conversations and talk about what it's like to be a student at Ursuline. We also have um, four pep rallies that are going to happen this year, and that's new to Ursuline because of the Unity and School Spirit leadership team. Um, I have a handful of friends on these student leadership teams, and they just love it because they truly believe that they're making a difference. Mm -hmm. They are. They are, yeah. Uh, Ms. Brown, could you speak to how the advisory program has been restructured to align with this imperative? Of course. Advisory has been uh, my baby uh, since I have begun this job. Um, I think advisory is really important in an all-girls all school specifically. Again, it's coming from research that shows for a high school girl to be as successful as she can be in, in school, she needs to walk in knowing that she, she is loved and supported and cared for. And so as an advisor, um, they are the advocate. They are the go-to adult for the students here. And so now our advisees stay with us all four years. And the relationship that's made in those four years is a, is a beautiful relationship that, that I get to have with my advisees. And really every adult on campus um, has that opportunity. Um, Ms. Smith, what, what do you think about our new advisory program? I love our advisory program. I'm a junior advisor this year, so I'm on year three with my same group of girls and I, I look forward to advisory every week. I get to have those great conversations about academic advising and helping students, helping my advisees plan out their path at Ursuline, what kind of classes are interesting to them. And we also get to do great fun things like eat brownies and um, <laughs> have, you know, spend some time with our adult coloring books. And every time I have advisory, it feels to me as if I have 12 daughters. Oh, that's great. Ava. As a student at, at Ursuline, we would be interested to know if and how any of these changes have impacted your experience. Yes, of course. Um, being a transfer student and coming in in the middle of freshman year without attending a charter school and knowing as many people as I would like to, being put into this advisory program, <clears throat> excuse me, with all of these people who are just now my people. I really feel comfortable around them. They help me with everything. They introduced me to their friends when I came in. And my advisors, who I just adore, I think they're some of the greatest people on this campus, um, they truly help me with anything that I need. And I feel comfortable going to them with anything um, to ask or if I have any questions with or how to deal with 
teachers or just situations that come up for a high school student. So I really do think this advisory program is one of the best Ursuline offers. That's fantastic to hear. That makes me so happy. That is great. That's exactly what it should be doing. <laughs> well, thank you again so much for coming and being on this podcast with me. Um, thank you, Ava. Thank you for having us. Of course. Please join in again next month as we hear from our president and principal about all, all girls' education and the mission of Ursula Academy. Yeah.